I was just trying to get your Twitter handle so I could promote it because I know you have tons of hot takes, Rick. Oh no, I I'm I don't do the Twitter thing. Uh, so sorry about that. No, all good. No, you're you're one of the smarter ones for sure. Now, thanks for joining me, Pirates a Hitting Instructor, with us here on Sports Radio ninety three seven. Um, Rick, I, I, I first got to ask you how you make players better over Zoom. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh it's a challenging time for sure. Um, you know, the conversations that we've had, the uh the back and forth, the one-on-one conversations and the videos shooting back and forth, uh it's been it's been a fun challenge though. What are you trying to do to help players? I mean, what can you do, I guess, uh over a video call? I I suppose you can analyze a swing, but I would like to think that the teaching, especially the the art of hitting, the mechanics of hitting is such an intimate one-on-one, non-socially distanced craft. It is. You know, honestly, we went into spring training with a really good plan, and we had five weeks to execute that plan. And when this uh, whole environment started, it was March 16th. Uh, it was the day I headed home. And um, looking back, it gave it a lot of time to reflect. So each player, we've been able to talk and have the conversations uh, and reflect as to, you know, where our growth has come from and where the next stage of growth uh, needs to head. And, and so those conversations have been really good. Uh, the video that they send in and, and what they're trying to do to accomplish it, it actually has been a great environment for them because they take a level of ownership uh, that really they had to, you know, force upon themselves because there is nobody there to, uh, you know, be that one-on-one, uh, so to speak. They've been kind of quarantined, if you will, uh, you know, to – to take that ownership piece and try to take their game to another level. So it's been uh, it's been challenging, but it's been great. It's uncovered some some different things that uh, hitter for hitter we've been able to discuss and talk about, and um, it's it's been you know different but good. Any particular player, Rick, that uh, really stands out improving this way that you were pleasantly surprised with here throughout this process? Yeah, I, I really feel strongly about what Josh Bell has gone through. Um, you know, this young man has, has pushed himself in, in every way that you could imagine uh, during this time period. And, um, you know, I think uh, not only physically from a, a physical presence in the box, but also mentally, you know, kind of digging deeper and deeper and getting a better understanding for himself and, and where he wants to take his, his game and, um, you know, and the work that he put in behind it on his own. And it's been, uh, it's been fascinating to be a part of that. And I'm just looking for the day, uh, looking forward to the day that we get together and get to do the one-on-one thing again. Any idea when that's going to be? Have you heard anything? Uh, have you done anything? Because I know some players have uh, done some meetups, you know, whether they're in the same geographic area or they have maybe just gotten on a plane or gotten in the car and they've driven to whether it's a coach or, you know, their own personal instructor. Curious as to whether or not you've done any of that. Right. No, I, I've done things to make sure that I've stayed in shape and, and make sure that I'm ready to go at a moment's notice. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. I'm not in those intimate conversations as what the future is going to look like. I know it's been very optimistic. Uh, I know that we are itching to, to get back and, uh, you know, start our season. So with that being said, it's, it's more about just getting your mind right and being ready to go uh, as soon as we get the word. 
Rick, I'm curious as to your thoughts on what's gone on with minor league baseball because your career, especially on the coaching side, has been an interesting one in that that you've been at the minor league level, you've been an assisting, uh, assistant hitting coach, you've, you've gone back down to the college level uh, before returning to, to the big league level. And I would assume that through your experiences you have encountered and come along the way of some guys that weren't highly touted prospects that found their way, fought their way through the minor leagues. And when you see a uh, a mass releasing of players and minor league baseball changing um, right before our eyes, this week was a tough week for, for that sector of the game. What do you? What goes through your mind when you see that? And 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 I would think that your heart hurts in many respects. Yeah, it does. You know, we're we're all. I, I came up to a system where you know more is better, and more teams, more players, uh, more coaches, and and now we're starting to see a different phase in baseball where everything's getting scaled back. And um, so, what that's going to look like and how that's going to shape up is is. You know, something that I don't even know that I, I know what that's going to look like. Um, you know, to see guys not have opportunities and, and um, you know, all, all that comes with uh, scaling back. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's tough to look at and, and understand. Um, but at the same token, you know, my father gave us, my brother and I, words of wisdom growing up. You know, just be better. Be better. You know, and so that would be my advice to a lot of guys, a lot of high schoolers where we're only having five rounds in the draft. You know, a lot of colleges where guys are coming back and they're taking spots of younger players and everything. And at the end of the day, it's a recipe to just understand, hey, I got to be better. I just got to be better. If I want this opportunity, I've got to be better. And, um, you know, so it's, uh, it's, it's a changing world. I don't know that um, anything that we knew once as normal is going to be the same way. Um, so uh, I'm just trying to stay fluid and flexible and try to get an understanding of what the landscape's going to look like moving forward and make the necessary adjustments to uh, continue to be successful. And, and do you think it's going to be better at day's end? I mean, what, what's your, your feeling in, in your heart of hearts there? Because it almost seems to me, Rick, and here's my thoughts on it, it's counterintuitive because we've worked so hard as a game to get better, to be able to, uh, drill deeper and invest into all of these players so everybody that gets drafted or plays pro ball is talented in some way, shape, or form. And so much work has gone into taking that 28th round guy and unlocking whatever it is that they have to get them to the next level. Uh, and, and here we are as a game essentially disposing of that particular type of player that could help an organization that could break through. You know, taking an average player, making them good, a good player, making them great, a great player, making them phenomenal, and essentially you just took a machete to the damn thing. It, it doesn't make a ton of sense to yeah. me on the surface. Yeah, I mean, Dan, I'm not disputing what you're saying at all. Um, you know, it's, I don't, I'm not even a part of those and how that all comes up, but, um, you know, my brother was a 19th-round pick. Right. You know, so in, in this year's draft, he would he would not even have been a thought in the realm of being drafted. And, um, you know, so I, I do think there's going to be a lot of players that are going to have a challenge, challenges ahead of them to get the opportunities. But then, you know, the competition just in that in that sense is is you would think it's going to get better. The, the, you know, so if you are able to stick, you are able to stay, um, the competition throughout the whole thing is going to be is going to be very high. 
Um, you know, but again, going back to your original point about the opportunity and, and where that's headed, you know, it's, it's hard to even say, uh, what that's going to look like and what effect that's going to have long-term. I would imagine you're disappointed from the standpoint, Rick, that as a coach, right, you want to take those guys, your, your David Eckstein's of the world, your 19th round picks, and get them to the, the next level. It's, I don't want to say it's easy to take a top prospect and, and, and make them great, but aren't the real uh, satisfying moments in coaching those moments where you take a, a guy that otherwise didn't have a shot or wasn't on anybody's radar or was not contributing, and, and you take that, whatever it is, that, that, that clay, and you mold it to something that is truly profound and special. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's how I made my career. You know, I had to work my way up from the lowest levels of the minor leagues and take guys that people really didn't think much of um, and make them do things that people are like, wow, how is he doing that? Um, and that's how I made my career. Um, I didn't play professional baseball. I, I didn't get drafted. I got hurt and, you know, through a series of events, got right into coaching, and, and that's how I had to make my career. And so, yeah, to your point, yes, um, an organization uh, becomes very valuable when when you can take those mid-round, mid-tier, teen-round guys or, or uh, beyond and, and make them into productive major leaguers. Now you have something. And um, so I, 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 uh, uh, I understand exactly where you're coming from. Yeah. Rick Eckstein, Pirates hitting coach, is with us on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. And you made you know the salient point of a competition getting better. The cream will sort of always rise to the top. That's what the game will gain under this new direction that it's heading. But, Rick, what do you think it's going to lose? You just mentioned a lot of attributes and a lot of qualities there. Uh, what, what are we losing just beyond more players? You know, I, I haven't given it enough thought to really understand what we might be losing. My mind has been on, you know, our club and our team and what we right. need to do to move forward to try to be the best we can be. Um, you know, uh, my initial thought to that question is the independent leagues are going to get stronger because a lot of guys who wouldn't have a job in, in the professional ranks of, of major league affiliation are now to find their way to the independent leagues to prove professionally that they deserve an opportunity. And so my initial take would be the independent leagues are going to get stronger. Um, and it'd be another avenue, another way to stay in a professional setting and hopefully maybe one day get that opportunity. Um, Rick Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Rick. Oh, go ahead. No, that, that's, that's really where my, uh, my first initial thought went. What, what about coaches, right? We, we were seeing so many changing uh, coaches. Uh, the, 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 the coaching profession is just uh, completely different than it was maybe even three years ago. How many great coaches and great teachers and great mentors may, may fall through the cracks here, and how does that sector of the game survive this advance, much like you did starting in the, in the low minor leagues, working your way up the ladder all the way to the big leagues. Uh, how does, how does the, the Rick Eckstein's of the world get a shot in 2021? Well, basically exactly how I did it you know, starting 24 years ago is my first opportunity to be a hitting coach, it wasn't in professional baseball. I had to go back. So I, I, went, I started at the high school level and then went to the college level and then went and then got a chance at the major leagues uh, with the Minnesota Twins in 2000 as a bullpen catcher. And then after that year, I realized I really wanted to go into the hitting segment of, of baseball, but in order to get that experience, I had to leave. So I left the big leagues and went back to college to be a hitting coach. 
And then once I did that for two years, I decided I wanted to go back to pro ball, and I took a job for a turkey sandwich and uh, a non-paid opportunity to try to make my way. And so um, I, I think that still exists. We're just going to have to figure out a way to get the experience necessary by any means necessary. And, um, you know, the, the conventional path to, you know, start – start in the lower levels and work your way up it's going to be it's going to be a tighter window it's going to be a tighter uh you know challenge because of the numbers of opportunities with the losing some teams and losing players to coach rick Eckstein, pirates uh, hitting instructor uh what's on your your radar today what do you do monday what's tuesday look like in the uh life and times of of a, of a major league hitting instructor right now <laughs> share with me uh the, the itinerary if you will well, this morning I woke up and I've been doing some work on, on some of the 2020 eligible draft hitters. Um, so I've, I've been, uh, for the better part of a week, just digging into that and coming up with some of my thoughts towards them and, and going to share those with uh, Steve Sanders and, and the whole draft department uh, with Pittsburgh. Um, currently I'm standing in a parking lot getting ready to walk in and going to go throw for about 45 minutes to make sure that my arm stays in shape. And then uh, uh, when I get home, I'll spend some quality time with my wife and girls um, and then finish finish up that report. And then Monday is, is much of the same where, you know, at night once the girls go to bed, I, I get on my bike and I ride for about an hour, an hour and a half to, you know, condition my legs. Um you know, I just I just want to be physically ready. I want to be mentally ready. Uh, so every day I try to do something towards staying mentally sharp as if I was on the job, um, that I'm not at home for 24 hours a day. So I dig into the computer. Um, you know, I try to stay very close to to each one of the hitters that I'm responsible for um, and, and watching them. So bombarding my mind with all the positives that they do. So the next time that I see them, I immediately – understand if we're right where we want to be from a physical look and standpoint. Um, so just trying to stay as sharp as possible, honestly. Rick, uh, great stuff. I really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, I know you're busy. Uh, you just sort of laid out your schedule there, so I'll let you get back to it. Get that pitch count up. We, we have to stretch it out, okay? Uh, be ready, and uh, hopefully before too long, we'll actually be able to put you in uh, uh, some high – high-stress uh, uh, BP situations, okay? Right, exactly. Well, thanks, Dan. Thanks for having me. I uh, really appreciate it. All right, that's Rick Eckstein. Great stuff.